This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. The Dragon Boat season, still a few months away. Yes, it is January. Perhaps it's uh, too optimistic to already look forward to the summer the summer months and riding a boat around the ocean or your local lake. But winter training sessions are in full swing. Halifax community reporter Milena Kazanavishis has the details. Hey, good morning, Milena. Good morning, Dave. Happy New Year to you and everyone out there. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Milena, what is involved in dragon boat training in the winter? They're, they're not throwing you in the ocean, are they? Hell no. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so uh, th- this is actually the first time around for winter training for the BPS crew, the Blind Partially Sighted. And um, it's in our brand new uh, um, building that it just finished completion for dragon boat storage and exercise room, et cetera, et cetera. Cool. Graham's Grove. Yeah, pretty, pretty exciting. Uh, we've already been inside during the summer. And so I've uh, it, it's taking place every Sunday to start um, for the winter months, free of charge. Uh, book your accessible bus or take the, the, the Halifax Transit. And... I've I've not gone in yet, but I'm going this Sunday, and henceforth, my uh, current uh, boyfriend, who is blind as well, has gone a couple of times. And what he describes these dragon boat training machines is kind of like um, um, like a rowing machine, but they're two feet off the ground. So you're in a seat, and you do move back and forth. There's a spot for your feet, um, and then there's whether you're a left or a right paddler, there's a paddle. And so you're, you're, you're working those paddling muscles of whatever arm that you paddle with. Uh, there's also going to be uh, stretch band uh, exercises. And um, I'm not very good at those because they seem to just spring back and doink me in the face. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> try, and, try and get a little bit more, more strength going. So this is happening already every Sunday. Graham's Grove, Lake Bunuk, 145 Graham's Grove, okay? Um, 145 till 245, again, every Sunday, free of charge. And I'm just going to shout out the contact person who's Jan Oakley. You can get a hold of her at jan.oakley, O-A-K-L-E-Y, at dragonboatist.ca. I hope to see everyone out there for the yelling and screaming for me, for nothing else. (laughs) Okay, just an opportunity to grunt in a loud way. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Dragonboateast.ca, dragonboateast.ca to learn about uh, more details. Okay, let's stay with water sports here, Milena. You can improve your swimming skills with AquaGo. They're offering uh, the Scotia Sea Turtles program for people who are blind and partially sighted on Sundays. So uh, what does this program offer when it comes to coaching? Okay, um, again, so uh, this is the second time around. They ran the program for 10 weeks in the fall. There were a couple of glitches and hitches and everything else, you know, some coordination, uh, lack of and, and explanation, but but uh, it was a pretty good turnout. And um, so the, the Scotia Sea Turtle, so again, it's going to be happening on the peninsula in Halifax at the Centennial Pool 
at on Gottingen Street. It's it's a pretty good location for everyone to access, no matter which direction you're coming from. Centennial Pool every Sunday, uh, two sessions, two thirty till three fifteen, or three thirty till four fifteen. There is a cost of fifty dollars for the ten sessions. It starts this Sunday, the fourteenth, um, and you can contact Ginny or Jenny. Uh, kudos for them for getting this out um, for your swimming lessons. And, uh, you know, if you need to bring a support person, uh, they're they're welcome as well. Um, if you need a little help with the $50 fee, uh, contact them and I'll give that out in just a second. Um, and and so you can you all levels, all ages, no matter if you swam before or you haven't. So you're in the pool and you're with your, your, you know, your colleagues. Uh, sounds like a great program. Um, I, I'm not a big uh, chlorine fan, so I'm not going, but I'm hearing great news all around. Um, shall I give out the email there? Uh, I don't have the email. So if you have it, go I ahead. Do. All right. So uh, email to contact Ginny or Jenny is at N S A S aqua go coordinator what one more time there melena i just i just want to make sure you got that out you got that out uh one more time okay n s a s aqua go coordinator dot c a no at gmail.com forgive me good thing you got yeah, me there that, that's so one more time one more time let's make sure we get that right. out right ready n s a s aqua go coordinator at gmail.com there we go. You see, I didn't even have the email address, but I knew something smelled a little fishy. Typical water sports stuff. Always <laughs> smelling, always, always, always smelling chlorine. Artisticswimmingns.wordpress.com is another resource. Artisticswimmingns.wordpress.com is another resource for you to check out. Okay, so that's the water. What happens when water freezes? You go skating. You've given some love to the Emera Oval before, and there's some free skating opportunities. So what's going on with the Emera Oval? Okay, just wanted to uh, bring the reminder again. Uh, Amira Oval is open uh, already. It has been for a good couple of weeks. Um, so uh, largest outdoor skating rink east of Montreal, smack dab in the middle of uh, HRM Halifax. Uh, free skating all the time. Um, there is what is called a skate assist. So it's kind of it's kind of like a walker. So if you've never been on skates, you know, you can put your skates on and they have those, I call them the little kid skates. Um, you know, where there's like two blades instead of one, and then it's kind of like a walker, so you're sliding it uh, along the along the the ice. Uh, um, and all you need is a, a valid ID for for the free rental for a helmet and skates. Um, there, I think there are some sleds as well. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But anyway, it's open till the snow starts to melt or the ice starts to melt. I just like to give a lot of shout out because there's a lot of free things at the Amira Oval all season long. And right now it's skating. So get out there if you like that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, I'm not big in New Year's resolution, but you've got three things to go exercising with. And uh, you can contact Amira Oval at skatehrm.ca skatehrm.ca uh no 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 you got it wrong again melinda skate what do you mean? skate rhm at halifax.ca skate hrm at halifax.ca it's not an email address if you don't have an at in there no. <sighs> Gotcha. Okay, I'll quit it for next month. <laughs> okay, there we go. Some feedback in real time on air. Melena, thank you for I love this. It. This is Th why we do this. <laughs> th thank you for helping with fitness resolutions. It's much appreciated. 
And, and I, I got one little last thing for you to, to, to say, just because you've got Laura Bain coming on. It's her birthday on Friday. So shout out to her. Happy birthday. She'll kill me. All right. Yeah, Laura <laughs> might get mad at you about that one. Thanks, Melena. That's Melena Kazanavishus, community reporter in Halifax, Nova Scotia. In 60 seconds, the future birthday girl, Laura Bain, will have the latest news and entertainment. But first, virtual reality is all over CES this week. Mike Dubusky looks at Sony's offerings in Tech Trends. Sony already makes a VR headset in the gaming-focused PSVR 2, but Upload VR's Ian Hamilton says that shouldn't be confused with its new device. It's going to be a completely different uh, market that they're appealing to with this headset. Instead, he says Sony is targeting businesses. In industrial engineering design markets, but it's still very early in the story, and they haven't really revealed much. In fact, Sony doesn't even have an official name for the device yet, but we are learning more about a different headset. Apple announcing that the Vision Pro will go on sale in store next month. You've got to go eyes in with this device to have any idea of what it's going to do for you. And that, that's coming February 2nd. You have an opportunity. With Tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC News. Thank you very much, Mike. Don't forget, lots of tech news coming out of CES. Marco Flalo stops by tomorrow. Talk a little bit about that. But the gang at Access Tech Live is doing a special broadcasts a couple times this week. They've got a camera down there in Vegas and a bunch of interviews booked. So super, super cool that the gang at Access Tech Live on AMI-tv working their tails off, keeping track of what's going on in Las Vegas without being there themselves. That's the best way to handle journalists. Don't send them to Las Vegas. Keep them remote. Just get a camera down there. That's the safest way to do things. I don't know how anybody goes to Las Vegas on a business trip. Uh, it would be a disaster if I went down there. Let's bring in Laura Bain to talk a little bit about entertainment. Laura, there's a new Marvel series out on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, and first I'll say I really appreciate that shout out from Melena, especially since I missed her birthday last week. So happy belated ah, birthday ah. to Melena. <laughs> Just birthday, birthday love going all around from folks in the Halifax Regional <laughs> Municipality. One Capricorn to another. But um <laughs> Yeah, we're talking about the new series Echo, which was released yesterday in Canada on Disney+. Plus. It's a five-part series. I haven't watched it yet, but I did give it a quick check this morning, and it does thankfully have audio description on it. Now, this is the first Marvel Spotlight series, which means you don't need to be well-versed in the Marvel Cinematic Universe to understand it. So that's great for folks like me. I've only seen Daredevil. Uh, and interesting that there's also a kind of disability lead character in Echo. So the main character, Maya Lopez, a.k.a. Echo, is deaf and a member of the Choctaw Nation. She also just happens to be the niece of Marvel supervillain Wilson Fisk, a.k.a. Kingpin. And I think we have a clip from the series to set up here. Yeah, you sure do. I'm going to do a little bit of pre-described video on this one, just to make sure everybody's in the on the same page here. And a bit of a warning here. There is some graphicness to this trailer. So if you got the little kiddos uh, watching right now. You might want to uh, cover their eyes and hit them with the old earmuffs for a few moments here. So Laura mentioned Marvel superhero, super villain named Kingpin. He's a large white male in a suit with a bald head. And then, of course, there is the character who Laura referenced, Echo, who's a young schoolgirl with pigtails walking on the street. She signs to an ice cream vendor who rudely flaps his hands and mouths, I don't know what you're saying. 
Kingpin watches from a car, then proceeds toward the vendor to beat him up. After Maya leaves, Maya comes back in time to witness Kingpin's shaky, bloody hand. I see everything that you are. I always have. gotta confess that trailer is pretty appealing yeah and you know you mentioned kind of mature content this is uh, not one for the kiddos uh the echo series but i want to talk about alakwa cox who is the indigenous actor playing the lead character maya she is herself deaf and a single limb amputee now before being cast in this role which she first took up in 2021 in the marvel series hawkeye she had only ever acted in a high school play before she was actually working as an amazon uh warehouse worker when she heard about the casting call a friend so this really echoes for me kind of the story behind all the light we cannot see and i just love hearing about like people from the deaf and disabled communities kind of getting these opportunities for lead character roles mm -hmm. it's so cool mm -hmm. um way but... way more authentic casting right i, I yeah it's, it, there's still work that needs to be done broadly speaking but it just seems across the board that core message of please cast authentically when it comes to disability has really started to resonate across hollywood and i don't think it means we can put that call for advocacy to bed but definitely people are starting to buy in at high levels here yeah and this series seemed to also kind of get it right behind the scenes which i just want to highlight a little a little bit quickly so uh director and executive producer sydney freeland who is herself a member of the navajo nation insisted on having writers and consultants from both the deaf and choctaw communities working on this series um, she also insisted that marvel actually gain consent from leaders in the choctaw community to uh, base the series around their nation which is something i haven't heard of a production doing before but is really awesome um, the director and the crew also took ASL classes to better uh, communicate with Alakwa. So clearly Marvel going way beyond tokenism with this series, uh, which is uh, what I like to see. But I definitely plan on checking this out, especially since I don't have to kind of be familiar with the dozens of Marvel movies that have come out <laughs> over the last uh, a decade or so to watch this but what about yourself dave is this one that you plan to check out i i just i'm not into superhero culture i'm not into superhero stories i only really watch the stuff if the cultural zeitgeist demands that i do that said the darker more adult oriented style of comic book movie is always going to bring me in uh, I think about the movie The Joker that had Academy Award uh, nominations and recognition a couple of years ago got me there. I think about a movie like Sin City, uh, Zack Snyder's movie from the early 2000s that was dark and gritty and interesting that I really, really enjoyed. So this is one, Laura, where I think I may end up waiting on the reviews for a little while to make sure it's actually worth my time. But for the most part, a few of the things that you've described here do check the boxes for me. Self-contained, 
right? One of the hardest things about someone who might have to get into Marvel culture or the DC extended universe right now is you have to watch about 87 pieces of content to understand it. If this truly is self-contained and it's something that I can just hit play on and go, then maybe that's going to make my choice a little bit easier as well. But I, but football season's not over, Laura. I'm, I'm still bogged down in a lot of football. Yeah, fair enough. Well, it's not going anywhere, and I only have knowledge of Daredevil, which apparently Daredevil does make a cameo in this series, so what I will do, Dave, is I will check it out, and I will give you my feedback. Could I follow it or not? And maybe that will help you make your day. You know, I, they just make it so hard to watch things now unless you have 77 streaming services, but that is a different... Thanks, Dave. I'm glad that Laura's on top of them, so I don't have to be. <laughs> That's Laura Bain with the Entertainment Report. Coming up after the break, a couple of regional news stories all about healthcare in a few different provinces. And then Brock Richardson stops by for a sports chat. The head coach of the Toronto Raptors went on an unhinged rant last night. I have the clip and you will get to hear it. This is now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.